Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. It's Friday. Made it through another week. And we're finishing up the book of Habakkuk on this chapter day journey. Thanks so much for joining me today. It was verses 17 and 18 of chapter 3 that, that resonated this morning. It says, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Today's podcast is entitled, Yet I Will Rejoice. Today's final chapter of Habakkuk contains the lyrics to a psalm that Habakkuk wrote in response to his two-question dialogue with God in the first two chapters. Habakkuk's kind of like an ancient multimedia prophecy. These two chapters that are almost like the script of a play in which he has this dialogue with God and then he ends with a song. Habakkuk has been warned by God that he is going to bring judgment on his unrepentant people by bringing the Babylonians down upon them. Habakkuk would have known what this meant. The Babylonians, they were along with their neighbors, the Assyrians, had a reputation around the world, uh, the known world, that is, for violent sieges that destroyed and plundered cities while violently killing the citizens within. But God also promised Habakkuk that the Babylonians themselves would face their own day of his judgment. So as I read and pondered the prophet's lyrics in the quiet this morning, there were a couple things that struck me. First, I couldn't help but see echoes of John's revelations that we just finished earlier this week in the apocalyptic doomsday images that Habakkuk writes about. Plague and pestilence in verse 5 brought the four horsemen of John's apocalypse to mind. Earthquakes, mountains crumbling, along with other natural calamities were also in Revelations, along with God arriving with wrath. So was God writing about Judah and Babylon, or was he writing about the end times? Well, as I've observed before, The metaphors of prophetic and apocalyptic writing, they're layered with meaning. So as I have often observed on this chapter day journey, I find the answer to be yes and both. The second thing that came to mind as I meditated on Habakkuk's psalm is that he knows God is going to bring wrath upon his own people, the Hebrews, and then will eventually execute judgment on the Babylonians. Habakkuk, however, is just like me, knowing that I know the end times will eventually come, and yet I don't know when. Habakkuk is ignorant in the same way. His psalm reminds God, well, in your wrath on your people, remember mercy. says that in verse 2. And he gives a nod to God eventually delivering his people from the Babylonians in verse 13. But the rest of the song seems pretty focused on the evil Babylonians getting their just desserts. And I found this to be particularly human on Habakkuk's part. He knows God is going to bring consequential wrath on the Hebrew people, but Habakkuk doesn't want to think too much about that. He didn't dwell on that. Conveniently skips that part and jumps to God's deliverance while he waxes apocalyptic about God's wrath on the Babylonians for most of the song. And I have to confess, look, I'm no different. I don't want to think about suffering or having to endure hard times, or experiencing judgment. I do, however, 
want to see swift judgment and fiery wrath raining down on those I have judged to be evil on my own personal scales of justice. As I've seen oft quoted in the media of late, rules for thee, but not for me. Yet, it's the end of Habakkuk's song that, just like the psalmist before him, brings everything together in a pretty amazing statement of faith. He does finally embrace the idea that he may personally suffer as God makes good on his promised judgment. And it's a beautiful statement of faith, the one that I read at the top of this podcast. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. So in the quiet this morning, I confess that I identify with these ancient words. I mean, we're living in strange times, aren't we? Things are changing at a rapid pace. Times are difficult. And I have no guarantees that even more difficult times are not ahead of us on this terrestrial ball. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Good way to end the week. Rejoice. Have a good weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday.